It's Thursday, November 3rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks sank Wednesday after the Federal Reserve again sharply raised interest rates and hinted at a possible slowdown in the pace of increases, but indicated it still has work to do in its fight against inflation. The major stock indices, which had been trading modestly low for much of the morning, initially soared after the Fed's announcement. In the policy statement, officials acknowledged it could take time for the rapid increases in rates this year to be reflected in the economy, a hint that the central bank might raise rates at a slower pace at future meetings. Stocks reversed course during Chairman Jerome Powell's press conference when he said that the central bank has a ways to go in tightening policy enough to bring inflation down to its 2% target. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 505 points, giving up a gain of more than 400 points earlier in the afternoon. The S&P 500 fell 96 points, and the Nasdaq Composite lost 366 points. In other news, federal authorities took a big crack at catalytic converter thefts, announcing raids and arrests from California to New Jersey on Wednesday to break up a network of thieves, dealers, and processors that netted hundreds of millions of dollars from the fast-growing crime. Federal, local, and state authorities carried out arrests, searches, and seizures in California, Oklahoma, Wyoming, Minnesota, New Jersey, New York, Nevada, North Carolina, and Virginia, according to a press release from the Justice Department. Authorities charged 21 defendants from five states in indictments unsealed Wednesday in the Eastern District of California and the Northern District of Oklahoma, officials said. Authorities said they executed more than 32 search warrants and seized millions of dollars in homes, bank accounts, cash, and luxury vehicles. Around the world, North Korea continued its barrage of weapons tests on Thursday, firing at least three missiles, including a suspected ICBM, that forced the Japanese government to issue evacuation alerts and temporarily halt trains. The launches are the latest in a series of North Korean weapons tests in recent months that have raised tensions in the region. They came a day after Pyongyang fired more than 20 missiles, the most it has fired in a single day ever. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said it detected the North firing a missile it presumed as an ICBM from an area near its capital, Pyongyang, around 7.40 a.m. and then firing two short-range missiles from the nearby city of Kacheon that flew toward its eastern waters. Japan's defense ministry said one of the North Korean missiles reached a maximum altitude of 1,200 miles and flew about 460 miles in distance. Back in the U.S., CVS Health and Walgreens have agreed to pay more than $10 billion in a landmark settlement to resolve opioid crisis lawsuits brought by states, cities, and other governments. The two largest U.S. drugstore chains said they reached a framework to settle the collection of lawsuits brought by governments and Native American tribes, blaming pharmacies for helping fuel the nation's opioid epidemic. Under the proposed deal, CVS would pay $4.9 billion to states and municipalities and $130 million to tribes over the next 10 years, starting in 2023. The company said the agreement is not an admission of guilt and that it would continue to defend against any litigation that the settlement does not resolve. Each state, local government, and tribe still must decide whether to participate in the settlement. And... 
Russia agreed Wednesday to rejoin a wartime agreement that allows Ukrainian grain and other commodities to be shipped to world markets. In announcing that Russia would rejoin the grain pact, President Vladimir Putin said Moscow had received assurances that Ukraine would not use the humanitarian corridors to attack Russian forces. He warned that Russia reserves the right to withdraw again if Kyiv breaks its word. Putin praised Turkey's mediation efforts to get the deal back on track, as well as Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan's neutrality in the conflict as a whole and his efforts at ensuring the interest of the poorest countries. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said he also thanked Erdogan on Wednesday for his active participation in maintaining the grain agreement. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.